You're listening to Canada Reads American Style, the only podcast by two librarians from Michigan who love Canada Reads and Canadian literature. Welcome our hosts, tech guru, baker, and historical romance reader Shauna, and content provider, dog lover, and nonfiction and realistic fiction reader Rebecca. Hello, and welcome to Canada Reads American Style. I'm Shauna. I am Rebecca, and I'm really excited to uh, let everyone know that we have Tara from Ontario again with us today. So Tara will be joining us on our topic, which Shauna will tell us all about. The Read Native 2021 Challenge is halfway done as of June. This is so fabulous and wonderful and I have to say, Rebecca and I are not halfway done, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about some of the books that we have read for the challenge. And uh, Tara is joining us with the challenge. So we wanted to get to see what she was reading and we will go from there. So I read Strangers by David A. Robertson who is an indigenous author from Canada, and he wrote the Reckoner series. And the first book of that series is called Strangers. I thoroughly enjoyed this book until I found out that there was like a pandemic type situation in there. And I was like, ooh, I am not ready to read about the pandemic. <laughs> Simply just because they had to do everything that we did in regards to staying home and masking up and staying away from one another. Although that does not stop the main character from going about his business and getting things done. So uh, this is a young adult novel, and I decided to tick that box off my categories of young adult book by a native author with this. And it was really great because I, I enjoyed the mystery behind it. It was really well written because it kept me guessing and wondering where in the world this was going. The trickster in this book was in the form of a coyote, and he was able to uh, shapeshift in between different types of human characters. There was a ghost in there, and a real sense of community in regards to what happens to the main character when he has to return back to the, his home in Wounded Sky. It's really beautiful in the descriptions of the Aurora Boy Borealis, and uh, the placement of the mystery with different people dying off. And I think one of the things that really made me like take a step back from this book was the fact that the people who were getting killed were friends of the main character. So at some one point I was like, is just everybody that is close to this person going to die? <laughs> but he ends up saving them and there is a uh there's two more books in the series so it kind of leaves off at a little bit of a cliffhanger but also kind of like ties a few loose ends up that you know are not going to continue on did you say this was a series or you're saying this is just is a standalone yep it's a series and the series is called the reckoner series yeah so do you plan to read the others in the series did you like it enough to, to continue to read the series? I'm curious. I think I'm going to see what the next book is about. I'm not a typical series reader, but if it continues on with the pandemic that they have, 
then I may not continue on with the series. Well, I just wanted to let you know that David Robertson is on my list. I so want to read him. He has so many. I've, I've read a couple of his picture books, which I loved, but I want to read. Uh, he's got, you know, young adult, youth, young adult, adult books. I just want to read more of him because I think he's fabulous. And I have to say, I'm hoping that someday we can get him to chat with us on our podcast. I was very impressed with his writing. How about you, Tara? How, what books are you reading and have you put them in categories yet? Or how are you liking the challenge so far? I am enjoying the challenge. So I am taking it from the perspective or um, well, I'm looking at it as either Native American or Indigenous writers. So Canadian and American. I read a lot of Indigenous Canadian authors. So I'm hoping that I'm also going to introduce myself some, to some new Native American authors. Having said that, most of the books I've read, so I've read three so far, and they all are Canadian authors. Although my fourth book that I'm working on now is an American. So I have started putting them into categories. And the first book I'm going to it's funny that you should mention David Alexander Robertson because I read a graphic novel by him. So I read first uh, Sugar Falls, a graphic novel by him, and it's about um, a woman's experience at residential school. And it's a beautiful book. It puts the story of residential schools. It's very, I want, I'm going to say simply, but that not in a negative way and just that I find it makes it approachable to anyone who does not know the story of residential schools. So it would be a great book for children or young adults, but I think almost anyone who just wanted to start learning about the residential school experience. So I really enjoyed that one by him. And like Rebecca, I am going to read more of his work. The second book I read was a Book of Poetry by an Indigenous author, and this was Thomas King's 77 Fragments of a Familiar Ruin. And I love Thomas King. I've read a lot of his work. This is his first, I think this is actually his first book of poetry. Came out last year, I believe. I am not a poetry person generally. Like I, I have trouble with it. I Sometimes I get frustrated when I feel like I don't understand it all. But I am challenging myself this year to read more poetry. And I found his poems to be very accessible and humorous at the same time that he brings up contemporary issues, but in a really approachable way. So would somebody like myself, who I've told people many times before that I'm not a big poetry reader because I often don't get it. Would I, would that be, would I be able to get it if I read it? <laughs> oh yeah, I think so. Because I, that's how I feel, Rebecca, because they're nice. So there are 77 poems and most of them are fairly short and like the 45th poem. So he has them all numbered. The 45th poem is just go back and read the first 44 fragments again. I'll wait. That's it. And because I, and because I love him so much, I'm like, I'm going to go back. So I went back to the beginning of the book and I read the first 44 poems again. Cause I'm like, if he's telling me to do this, I'm going to do it. That's awesome. I yeah. love that. Yeah. yeah. So I really enjoyed it. The third book 
that I have, let me look through, oh, was a fiction book by an indigenous author. And this is Five Little Indians by Michelle Good, which I think, did you discuss it, Rebecca, in a, no, maybe that I'm thinking of a different book. Anyways, this is a, also about the residential school experience and the impact it has on those children, on their lives when they become adults. It's a beautiful book. It's difficult to read. The first, I'd say, five chapters, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to read. Well, that's not true. I knew I was going to finish it because I was, the writing was so good. But I was like, I was thinking I would have to have a really light, fluffy book to read along with it at the same time. But once I got past those first few chapters and the characters, she really builds them. The characters are amazing. And to follow them through their life, it's wonderful. It's just, it was uh, heartbreaking at times, but hopeful. And I loved the book. It was great. Yeah, that's the one that I think I asked. I think you were the one that told me about it and said that it could be, because what category did you put that under? I put it just under fiction book by an Indigenous author, but it could go under, I think, so many. And what's the one you said you're going to be reading next, I think? I am currently reading, I actually started this one, I think, back in December, and it is Braiding Sweetgrass by Robin Wall Kimmerer. And she is a scientist and a professor at, and a member of the Potawatomi Nation. So I, where is she a professor um, of environmental biology? Oh, at SUNY, right, it's, which is in New York, I believe. Yeah, um, so it is, and the subtitle of the book Indigenous Wisdom, Scientific Knowledge, and the Teachings of Plants. And it is fabulous. It, I started it in December, but I just read it in little chunks, like an essay at a time, as um, little tasters in between other books. Because I'm enjoying it so much, I want it to last as long as I, as it can. That's really amazing, because you mentioned that one to us, and it's on my list as well. It sounds fantastic. And so it seems like it's the kind of book that you could put down for a bit, come back to it. You, you, In other words, you don't have to sit and read it kind of straight through necessarily. Yes. Yeah. Like each essay is its own contained little essay about either a plant or a season. And she works in, I love the science. I love botany. So she works in all, of course, lots of botany and explains stuff to you, but then also how it goes back to indigenous wisdom and her life and raising children and her even her teaching because sometimes it will be a story about her taking her students out on a field trip it's wonderful like it's the first essay that i read oh it's a it's called sky woman falling so it's the legend of sky woman and when i read it i'm like these are the words that i always wanted but didn't know that I wanted them until I read them. Does that make sense? The story that I've always wanted, and there it was. Wow, that's really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's definitely on my list. Um, Shauna, does that sound like something you would read, or how do you feel about that one? I could, could be coerced into reading. <laughs> Well, I don't, we're not here to coerce you into reading, but I just wondered if that sounded of interest to you because uh, I'm normally not somebody who reads that type of book, 
But when Tara was talking about it before to us, I just thought it sounded so incredible. And I did put it on my list. So, yeah. So I'm going to read Trickster Drift by Eden Robinson next. And it's uh, book two of the Seven of Us Trickster series, which uh, we read for Canada Reads one year. And that's actually my copy. I gave it to Shauna because when I bought the first book, it was before we knew it was going to be on Canada Reads. I bought the first book. And at the bookstore, this is the one I go to in Sarnia, Ontario. And they said, the woman said, I was looking for recommendations. And she said, oh, this, you know, is really, really good. And son of a trickster and then she said oh and the sequel's out but the third one's not out yet I said okay so I bought both but as we all know I for some bizarre reason that I have not been able to figure out that book just did not grab me and so I went ahead and gave my copy to the of the the second book in the series to Shauna and I'm I know I'm sure she'll enjoy it because what I'm hearing from people because Tara I think you read did you read the whole series I did yes so how did book one, two, and three rate in terms of how did you like all three the same? Did you like one more than the other? I liked all three the same. I've heard after book two came out, I heard a lot of people saying they loved both, but preferred book two, that book two was better than book one. I've enjoyed all three equally. So, and even the third book, so book one, books one and two were all about Jared for me because I, I loved that character. I found book three became all about the women in his life that were always there. But book three was when I found they really just took over and took charge. Oh, yeah. well, that's yeah. interesting. Oh, that's very interesting. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. You're welcome. Well, I... My, the things I've read, I'm really, as I talked before, I'm really specifically trying to read Native Americans because that's a genre of uh, books that I just haven't really done. And when we started doing the uh, Canada Reads uh, project, I've read so many Canadian in, or Indigenous people in uh, writers in Canada. And so now I thought, you know, with this challenge, this is, gives me an opportunity to really focus on Native Americans. So that's really, even though the books that uh, Tara mentioned, I am planning to read all those books, I am going to stick to Native Americans for my challenge this year. But what I've, I only read two books, honestly, this time around since the last podcast, but I read, I put this category under book about a Native holiday or tradition. And the reason I did it, is because I wasn't really sure when I was researching, I was like, I don't know. What do you mean a native holiday? I, to be honest, I don't know that there are, I mean, I'm sure there are native holidays. I just didn't know how to find that necessarily. I didn't really look at, look into it too much, but what I really love, I love origin stories. And so the one I picked was a uh, picture book titled Raven makes the illusions Adapt and the um, subtitle is adapted from a traditional native story, and it's illustrated by Janine Gibbons. Because there's, first of all, I love I've loved Alaska since I was a kid, and I did get to go. I went in the winter time years ago, because I've just always been in love with Alaska, and and I love indigenous art. So I was so excited to go, and I love ravens. So this just spoke to me. Raven makes the illusion. So it was kind of how. The Aleutian Islands were created by the Raven. So I figured that's worked under a book about a native holiday slash tradition that worked for me. 
So I want to recommend that. The illustrations are beautiful. It's really, really simple. It's There's not a lot of text or anything, but I just thought it was beautiful. And like I said, that's kind of my story. I, I love those origin stories. And then this, the other book I read this time around um, during this period is I put this one under a debut novel. It is There, There by Tommy Orange which I know that Tara read because when I mentioned it or I asked her about something and she said she had read the book and then I thought, oh, how funny, I'm reading it right now. And what's interesting about it, the thing that I loved most is that I loved that it was set in Oakland, California because I used to live in the Bay Area and I, it just felt like reading, I mean, I was there for 20 years or 30 years. So it was sort of like being back home a little bit. And uh, so I love that it was set in Oakland and I love that it was about uh, urban Native Americans, which according to the author, you know, that's not necessarily the way most non-Indigenous Americans think of Native Americans, right, is living kind of in urban areas. But then there was that whole movement, I think it was in the 50s, to push Native Americans off reservations and into urban urban places. So there's a lot of that history that I want to read more about, which I'm really fascinated by. But as far as the book goes, it was a little bit odd for me because there were so many characters and it had a key in the front where it would tell you who the character was and a little bit about them. But for some reason, as I was reading it, I kept forgetting their backstory. So it took me a little bit longer to read to try to commit that to memory. And I wasn't really sure why I was kind of struggling with the book. And then at the back of the book, there are questions for the author. And one of the things he and I also wasn't sure that I understood the story sort of by the end, like the purpose of it. And he really said in the in author interview at the back, it sort of it wasn't really meant to be like to have a sort of a I don't want to say a purpose, but it, it, it wasn't supposed to be this neatly tied up story and that he did introduce a lot of characters. And sometimes they a character would appear only one time and they you didn't really know about them and they were there and then they were gone. So it was a really interesting style of writing. And, and he it was a purposeful way to write for him. So I, I thought that was fascinating and it'll be interesting be, since this is a debut novel, to see if he continues to write in this style or if he, you know, modifies it in his future writings. So, Tara, what did you think of the book? I really enjoyed it. I um, The different points of view, like how he would go from one chapter would be first person, another chapter would be third person narrative. I tried to look for a pattern or a meaning to it. I couldn't find it. And so I just, I accepted it and I just kind of went on, but I really enjoyed it for all, for the same reason in that it was an urban experience and also a Native American urban experience, which I'm not familiar with. Like I just haven't heard that story. Yeah. And, and thank you for bringing that up about the first person, third person, and how it kind of would change. And I think even if one person's story was in first person, then you might pick them up again in a ch later chapter than it was in third person. And I appreciate that you said you were able to sort of just go with that flow. And for me, I'm not that bright. So it took me, I mean, I didn't really get that that was what it was doing. 
I mean, every once in a while I would say, oh, wait, this is in first person, but I didn't really go back and look or, well, also I was reading it on an, as an ebook and I, it's not as easy for me in ebook to kind of go back and forth and back and forth. So I, yeah, I struggled more with it. I still really like the story, but I wish I had been, a, I think I wish I were a better reader to be able to just go with the flow when it's not something that I'm used to. So I appreciate that you had made that comment. Um, I need to be a little bit better in that way. <laughs> so, and then the book I'm current, I'm going to read next. I just got it yesterday and I believe I'm pronouncing it correctly, but it is called Elatsoe and it's by Darcy Little Badger with illustrations by Rovina Kai, maybe. And it's a young adult, uh, I think it's young adult actually, Rochester Hills Public Library. I don't know how they cataloged it, but anyway, and it's a, and I'm putting it under the category of sci-fi fantasy, which I'm not a huge fan of. However, when I saw this one, it has dogs in it and uh, like kind of a it's like kind of a murder mystery, but it has dogs in it. And so I thought, oh, this sounds really fascinating. And it got I, I think it's an award winner, but I, I meant to look that up and I forgot. But I know this book is on a lot of lists for, you know, books for young adults. And so I'm really excited about reading that one next. Yeah, so that's what I've done so far. And and by the way, Shauna, when you said we're not halfway through, I actually think I am more than halfway through uh, because I've done a lot of the other parts of the challenge where, you know, like read an article, listen to a storyteller, blah, blah, blah. So I think I am more than halfway through. Shh, don't tell me that. I'm. I don't have, I only got like three things on here. I know that's why I'm applying pressure so that you, because we did, say, we did say in the last podcast that, you know, we don't think there's going to be a problem if we decide to make this a read native 21, 22 challenge, but I'm going to try really hard to, to complete it this year because I've already thought about what I want my challenge for 22 to be, but I really do. I'm really enjoying this because it just is opening up a whole world, a new world of literature that had not really, I mean, sadly considered. And I'm very excited about it. One other thing I wanted to mention is that June is National Indigenous History Month in Canada. And CBC, today I checked my email and I received an email that lists 21 books for kids and young adults to read for National Indigenous History Month. So please take a look at it. And I do believe David Robertson is on, that David A. Robertson is on that list, but some of the books look fantastic and I'm already going to add them to my list to read. So do take a minute and read th through those options. And also we will be uh, putting in the titles and this link on our in the notes uh, for the podcast so that everything that we've mentioned today, you will have a, a, in case you aren't familiar with the title or the author's name or something, we're going to put all of that in the notes. Awesome. Thanks so much for joining us today, Tara, because we know that sometimes it could be a little boring just listening to Rebecca and I. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. And uh, we can't wait to hear more about all of the books that we're continuing to read for the Read Native 2021 Challenge. You can follow along with the challenge on Instagram with us with the hashtag 2021ReadNative. And you can feel free to give us a shout out too because we are really rooting for this to keep on going. We put out posts asking for suggestions 
every once in a while just to get some ideas flowing out there for awesome books that other people have read that are based on this topic. So whether you are a read native or read indigenous reader, we want your input. So go ahead and follow us on Instagram, follow our podcast, and we also have our YouTube channel. And with that, don't forget to tell all your friends about Canada Reads American Style. Goodbye.